Welcome to Swarnam Bharat, The Youth Bites, a new series of podcasts by Anand Global Foundation, marking the 75th year of our independence. This series features the mobilizing voices of the youth, the youth that is ready to face challenges, find solutions, embrace responsibility, and be the engine of change to lead India reclaim its lost glory, become the Sony Kichiriya it once was. A big shout out to the young speakers in this series for calling out the Bharat ki yuva pidi, the younger generation towards building of our shared vision of a swarnam bharat. And as Swami Vivekananda ji said, arise awake and stop not until the goal is reached. I object to violence because when it appears to do good, the good is only temporary. The evil it does is permanent a beautiful line by mahatma gandhi better known as father of the nation he has continued to be my idol from the first day i learned about him although all his values are worth remembering and following but one of them that i strongly believe in is that of non-violence we live in a world where people have to live in constant fear of their fellow humans we hear of wars crimes attacks fights every day why because people have lost the sense of brotherhood that exists that existed between them they have forgotten that all of us are creations of the almighty and only he has the right to take our lives and most importantly they have forgotten gandhi we need to bring gandhi back in people and that is only possible when we the youth start following his values his morals gandhi may not be alive anymore but his words his actions should be kept alive for a bright tomorrow for a peaceful tomorrow thank you India is well known for its rich and prosperous culture and heritage. The canvas of Indian culture is vast and has hues and vibrancy of all sorts. Despite of all the ennobling truths, there is a need to preserve our culture, especially among us the youth, among us us. Unfortunately, we do not seem to make a well-informed choice. It is not that we have examined the pros and cons of the lifestyle we choose or reject it is simply a hurt mentality which we all grown up with the young indians are obsessed with the latest trends of globalization to them what is new is cool and fashionable and all that is old not even worth trying because of this our generation is getting detached from their own culture mahatma gandhi once said that our culture is a treasure house of such great values as are hardly founded in other cultures we have not given it its due recognition have seen and learned about its disregarding its proper study and undermining its value without the conduct more intellectual knowledge it is just like a corpse that may be preserved as mummy non-violence is one of the cardinal virtues of our culture but nowadays our generation seems to be more attracted to 
towards violent content such as violent video games, aggressive movies, harsh language content on the social media and more such thing that have captured the young minds. Therefore, it is important to create an environment in our society by not promoting such an aggressive stuff which can impart knowledge of the foundation of our culture to us. Being an Indian, we must follow the guided path of simplicity, non-violence and truthfulness and should keep our true Indian culture alive. Although patriarchy is deeply entrenched in modern-day India, the country has a long tradition of women who resisted conformity, even under severe societal pressure. In the literature of the early Vedic period, there are several mentions of female scholars like Lopamudra, Maitri, and Gargi. Among the educated women of the era, Gargi Vachaknavi is believed to be a pioneer. In the Brihad Aranyak Upanishad, she has been credited for having drawn forth from philosophers some of the most profound questions of Vedanta, the nature of the soul and the origins of the universe. During a public debate with Vedic philosopher Yagnavalkya, in a court filled with male philosophers, Gargi fired question after question at a great sage, stumping a man who had never before been left at a loss of words. At one point, Yagnavalkya even warned Gargi that her head would fall off if she continued. But when others failed to elicit the answer she was clearly aiming for, she continued her bold questioning. As Brian Black writes in his book, The Character of the Self in Ancient India, Gargi was, in fact, Yagnavalkya's strongest opponent, stronger than even her male counterparts. Most academics attribute the growth of feminism in India to Western influence, disregarding the fact that feminism is multicultural. The needs and problems of women who live in different countries are dissimilar. However, Indians did not have to borrow feminism from the West. Throughout history, Indian women have asserted themselves in multiple ways and broken free of oppressive social norms. These whispers of rebellion were bypassed or ignored by patriarchal documentations, but they were always there and they must be remembered. For me, there are two aspects of living in India that are good. First is that there are so many stories. If you walk on Indian roads, you will not only find people from different places speaking different languages, but you will also find people with similar background have different stories. Every person in the country has a different interpretation of things they do. I will give you an example. I live in a joint family and also have a long extended family. We always celebrate the festivals together. We pray on Diwali together, eat semai on Eid together, play with colors on Holi together. But for every member of the family, the meaning of celebrating the festival is different. Someone does it for fun, 
someone to spend time with family, someone for the holidays, someone for the almighty. My family is small example of the family of the country. People with different interpretations, different stories living together. Every day is like a movie here. Secondly, unity in diversity. If you ask anyone in the world what is unique in India, they will say the diversity, the unity in diversity. Everyone knows that India has so many languages, festivals, religions, and so much more. I always say that India is like a big family. Everyone is different, but similar to each other. We love, we celebrate, we pray, we even fight, but we don't tolerate anything against our country, our people. We are one. You are never alone in this country. Even if you are away from your immediate family, you always have a family with you. And that, that is the best thing about living in this country. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Swarnam Bharat. We'll be back soon with more voices of the youth that make change.